0: Helen's going to come and speak this morning, so we're going to pray together, so shall we pray? So, Heavenly Father, this morning we open our hearts to you, that you might speak to us through your living word. We uh, pray that you just bless Helen as she comes and shares right now, that she will be given freedom and clarity and liberty to share the word that you've placed upon her heart for us. And we pray that our hearts will be open, that we might receive with an open heart, an open mind, and an open spirit that which you want to Input into us to encourage, to correct, to train, to release, to, re- to see freedom and to see us be the people that you want us to be. So, Father God, we say, have your way in Jesus' name, we ask. And uh, just bless Helen as she comes to share. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay, I'm just reading a verse. Sing, O barren woman, you who have never given child Burst into song and shout for joy, you who are never in labor. Because more of the children of the desolate woman are those without a husband, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtain wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. That verse of scripture. First of all, I'm going to be a mother-in-law, Jordan. Jordan. Yay! <laughs> and apparently, I don't get to be bridesmaid. What's that about? Seriously? <laughs> we'll have to have a chat about that. Congratulations. I'm so, so, so happy. This scripture, you, I have spoken on it before, and so I'm not apologizing that I'm going to speak on it before, but this scripture, when I first was married, um, read this, and it was the first time it came alive to me. And it was a sing-o-barren woman. Adrian and I were told that we couldn't have children. And for six years, we were married And before we had Leanne. And I read that and remember sobbing after about three or four years, thinking we're never going to have a child. And had that but thought, it's fine because more of the children. And But I am so, so thankful to God that God has blessed me with three beautiful daughters who... I couldn't be more proud of as a mum, but that at the time it was in the first in the ministry, and I remember reading it and it was alive to me. And then time went on, you know, you read all the other bits. This scripture came alive to me again, and it was about stretching and strengthening. And it was a time where we had to stretch and strengthen ourselves as a couple. But again, this scripture actually about two weeks ago. Um, I was going to read it in church, uh, but Joanne bet me to the mic. And uh, she said something. She said, Take off the limits. Take off the limits. I don't know if anyone can remember when she came to the front. She says, Take off the limits. Because the word I was, don't hold back. Don't hold back. And I want to share with you what God has been. And I've been, I had, same time as Joanne, I had that verse, don't hold back. And I've been praying and asking God to speak to me as an individual. And then I. I feel that I've got something to share. The bit where it says stretch and strengthen. Oh, this is probably not going to work. Let's have a look. A bit of elastic. This is a piece of elastic. This is how far it is. You have to hold on to the elastic. Right, hold it. Sorry. Right, okay, now... Hold on a minute, you're not t- to let go, because we might have a bit of an accident, okay? Stretch, see if you can get to that step and see if you can get to that step, see if it can stretch. Go, oh, go a bit further, stretch. Stretch. Keep going a bit more, one more. Okay. It's longer than what it was, wasn't it? Stretch. Okay? Don't keep it, keep it there. But the thing is, the other bit which is don't hold back. The scripture don 't hold back. It's, it is our in a spiritual sense, we have a heavenly responsibility to stretch and enlarge the kingdom god that 's the third that 's the thing when the last words he said enlarge go, go and tell other people we have a spiritual responsibility to stretch and enlarge but the thing is is that this can happen we can not only hold back on ourselves we can hold back other people go and let go we can hold back on ourselves and we can hold back other people and that's what i want to speak on and i've gotten a little acrostic okay h heart what can hold us back our hearts can hold us back cold heart broken heart unhealthy heart unclean heart the bible speaks that he heals the broken heart he, he comes to heal the broken heart. But until you've got a broken heart, you know, that they can just be washed over. An unclean heart. Psalm 51, David said, created in me a clean heart. I was doing a My Biology GCSE, and I learned all about the heart, all about the, the stuff going in and out and the aorta and everything. And it didn't come up in my exam so I drew it. This is a true story. I drew it on the back of my page because I thought I'm never, ever going to need that information ever again so someone's going to know that I've learned it. So I drew it on the back with all the, the things, what it was. But as I've grown older, I realized actually the heart, if it's unfit, can hold you back. I just have to run. I... Admire Mikelly doing and Pat doing this Iron Man. I run to the, I think I'm quite fit, I'm healthy, um, but I can run to the roundabout from my house to West Park and I'm (gasps) needing an oxygen tent. Need to get that healthy heart. The heart can hold you back spiritually and physically. A broken heart, unclean heart. Oh, others. Others, other people can hold us back. Don't hold back. There's a story in the Bible, and you might, if you've been a Christian a while, you might know, but if you're unfamiliar with it, Moses took all the Israelites out of um, Egypt, I'm trying to think there. out of Egypt, and then he went to go and send 12 spies to the promised land. 12 of them went and they saw the giants and the locusts, but they also saw the good. Only two said that we could do it, Joshua and Caleb. The other ten said, yeah, it's going to be too hard. It's great land, but it's going to be too difficult. Those ten people hold, held back a whole nation and Moses from achieving their, their God-given promise. But the two, Joshua and Caleb, who saw that it was difficult and it was good that they could do it, and they actually did get to see it. We can hold people back by saying we can't do that. There's too many giants there. I love if, I love reading biographies. And summer, I, one thing I do for the summer, as soon as school bells out, I get and read. I'm uh, very much a Nina Blyton and love the, the kiddie books. But I love to read a biography. And one biography I read was Richard Branson, if you've never read it. I won't tell you the title. It's not a great title, but... Him as a person, is a very successful person. And one of these things he used to say when people came up with ideas in his business, he said, do it. Do it. Let's do it. Never ever sat down and worked out a program or a problem or let's work it out. He said, come on, let's just do it. I think there's a lesson there for some of us. Let's just do it. Let's get on and do it. And not hold other people back. That with the Elastic. When Joanne spoke about taking off the limitations, that was a picture I had. Not of myself or of other people being not enlarged, but of other people holding other people back. If you know, this is just a little note, that you may be holding someone back, let them to God. Let them go to God and let God do with it. Okay, so H, heart, clean heart, pure heart. O, others, other people can hold you back. L, lazy, being lethargic. Are you a spectator or a supporter? I'm not a player in football. In fact, I don't watch any sport. In fact, when Adrian put that up, because he was talking about the Trent Bridge yesterday, and it's so I couldn't. I actually thought, oh my gosh, I can't believe he's actually talking about cricket. But I have come from lots of cities, and I know cities love football. And there's always two divides. In whatever city I've been in, there's always been two divides. But people are supporters. They're with the team. When the team's winning, when they're down, they're sad. Not just spectators. Don't just go and watch the match. In church, are you a spectator or a supporter? Are you cheering on people or are you just watching them? Caleb had the same vigor at 85. I'm going to just read a a scripture. I've got all his Bibles out here. My servant Caleb is a different story. He has a different spirit. He follows me passionately, and I will bring him to the land that he has scouted, and his children will inherit it. He wasn't lazy. He said, give me the mountain, didn't he? He was somebody who wanted to get up and go for it. He saw the giants, but he wanted to get up and go. What is holding us back? Is our lazy spirit, our lethargic spirit holding us back? He said, God, when he said, Jesus, when he came to the disciples, he says, don't ask for a harvest. Ask for workers for the harvest. My my life moves fast. I am a full-time working woman with a family who doesn't walk through life. Let me tell you, we don't. We Zoom. Each one of the family, they're living life to the full. And like every woman, I feel frustrated with time pressure. And life squeezes out my time just to keep my house in order. I want to put up on Facebook bathroom's clean today and there's toilet paper in it and that's no joke is it yeah if we've got toilet paper in our toilets I have to be like the Proverbs woman 31 I have to think smart I have to think how am I going to do this I often say to Adrian don't question me just do it love just do it and we had as a cell group in our cell group there's a, a challenge to share if my journey can teach you anything. We'd looked at different people in the Bible, and we said, if my journey can teach you anything, what could it do? And we looked at different people in the Bible, and then we then applied it to ourselves. If my journey could teach you anything, what could it teach you? And the one thing that I would like to say, if my journey, and I would hope, is the church is not your enemy. I have got lots of friends that are pastors' wives, lots. And their families have grown up thinking the church is the enemy, that it takes the family's time up, and it doesn't. It's, the Bible clearly says, be planted in the house of God. Not God. God, you do plant yourself in God, of course, but it's the house of God, and you will flourish. And that has been my story for me and for my girls get yourself planted in church because that is where you'll have your encouragers that is where you'll hear the word of god that's where you'll meet people that will pray yeah you have all the other stuff that goes on but that is where you'll be rooted and you'll flourish the house of god is not your enemy it's the place where you need to be if you to flourish so don't let that hold you back okay so h heart clean heart pure heart O, other people can hold you back. L, being lazy, being lethargic in the things of God can hold you from achieving your thing. And D, I couldn't pick one, so pick whatever one you think. Discouragement, dishearten, disappoint, or being discomfort. Joshua, again, going back into Joshua, he says, Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. God knows that life contains things that are going to discourage us. He knows it. And he says, in that, be strong and courageous so you can enter the land, so you can be in the place where God intends. Do you know, I really do feel, I don't very often speak, I haven't spoken actually in church for such a long time because I haven't and I, I used to, but I really do feel that this is a word for us today as a church and as individuals about being held back. And I want us to do something symbolic, if that's okay with you. This is really un-territory, new territory for me, but I'm going to ask you all to stand as a symbol, symbolic act. I'm sorry if you've just got yourselves all comfortable. And if you're not cool with it, that's okay too. Because usually this is a time where I, I perhaps would be thinking that. But I want you just to hold your hands out as a symbolic act of giving things that could be holding you back, or maybe releasing others that you may be holding back. And if you think it's too hard, then that's okay. You know, just God hears your hearts and hears your thoughts. Because I really do feel it's a time to raise and to rise, to become each of us the person that God intends us to be not to be contained as a person, but that we to lay hold of our God-breathed destiny. Okay, I'm going to pray. Dear God, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Father, that you encourage us. And that whole scripture in Isaiah has meant so much to me as an individual, and I thank you for that. But Lord God, I now release this word into your people. And pray, Father God, that you'll enlarge us, you'll streng- stretch us, you'll strengthen us. But, God, I really pray that you will release people that have been held back in this place. Father, if they've put limitations on themselves, maybe their heart has been broken, maybe they have an unclean heart, maybe others are holding them back, maybe they're lazy maybe father god they've been disappointed or discouraged whatever it is that you're speaking into your people right now i pray father god we release it right now so we can have our god-given destiny in you amen amen thank you may god add his blessing